0: Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Last week, the Lord was raising a very critical issue with us about the unholy companion in a holy pilgrimage, Lot, that was moving about with Abraham. And we saw that as long as Lot continued to move with us, as long as we continue to have Lot as our companion, even on this holy pilgrimage, we will not be able to enter into the fullness of the purpose of God for our lives. Because Lot, by nature, is very, very, very quarrelsome. And we saw that the Bible says, it is better to dwell in the corner of a roof than to share a house with a quarrelsome, contentious, and controversial woman. We also saw that Lot was not only controversial, is a serious competitor. And when you have someone that competes with you, you know, you will continue to dissipate energy and waste time. And that can cost you the entrance into the purpose and the plans of God for your life. We also saw that Lot is also an opportunist. A person that likes to take advantage of any opportunity that he has. And we saw that when Lot is given opportunity, if you give Lot a foot, if you give him a foothold, he will build a stronghold. If you give him an itch, he will go beyond a kilometer. He wants to take over everything. And that was the case with Abraham. Lot took everything, everywhere that was good, everywhere that was Pleasant, even the choiced cities he took for himself, and he left Abraham stranded, he left Abraham empty, he left Abraham, if you like, useless. Because the land that was available for Abraham to take now, very, very unfertile, very, very unproductive. You cannot imagine how abram will feel and we saw that when lot departed god did not abandon abram it was actually a new beginning a new chapter in his pilgrimage with god and that is the counsel of god to us this morning that after we have separated from our lot, or after lot has also separated from you, God cannot allow you to be useless. God cannot allow you to be stranded. It is going to be a new chapter, it's going to be a new beginning in your life. And from the passage read to us a while ago, we are going to consider three things that will guarantee your entrance into the fullness of the purpose of God for your life after lot are separated from you. Please note that except lot separate from you or except you separate from your lot, you cannot proceed. You cannot advance in your journey to fulfillment. In the purpose of God. We have seen clearly, even from last week, that when Jesus called us to follow him, he didn't call us to useless our lives. He didn't call us in order to render us in an entity. There is a purpose. There is a plan. And the plan was to make us agent of global transformation. Agents of global transformation. Anything short of that is not the plans of God for your life. Not only for you as an individual, also for you as a family. Not only for you as a family, also for us as a church of God. The plans and the purpose of God is to make us agents of global transformation. But we noted that as long as we continue to allow Lot to move along with us, Lot will hinder us from fulfilling the purpose of God for our lives. But we saw that Abram, was able to take that decisive step that is needed of every Christian, he weaned himself from Lot. And when he weaned himself from Lot, the first thing that God did for him, which is crucial of every one of us also to experience, which is crucial of all of us to also have, is divine vision. The visions of God. Did you see it in verse 14? The Lord said to Abraham. What did he tell him to do? He said, after what? After Lot had parted from him, lift up your eyes. Can you please give me a? a, a, a okay, yeah, thank you. Yes, I like this, a KJV. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lot was separated from him, lift up thine own eyes and look from the place where thou art, The visions of God. Until Lot is separated from you. Until you are separated from your Lot, it will be difficult for you to catch the glimpse of glory divine. In fact, God also will not want to release everything to you because he knows that Lot is still with you and whatever Lot touches, it contaminates God will not want to cast his spear before the swine. God will not want to give his holy, holy things unto a dog. He knows that Lot is a dog. Whatever you give to Lot, Lot is going to what? He's going to cast it on the ground. He's going to throw it to the ground. And because of that, God will not be willing to open your eyes. Do you see how crucial it is for you now? to be separated from Lot. If you note that he said it was after after Lot had parted from him. Now let's see how the vision came. Look around from where you are. I want you to take note of the preposition used, not at the place you are. Do you know what that means if it were to be at that is art is talking about a definite point, a definite location. God does not want you to look at the place you are. God is already aware that the place you are is empty. God is already aware that the place you are, you are is unfertile. God is already aware that the, the place you are is unfruitful, unproductive. So if God will want you to be looking at that, then that, that means God will want you to be discouraged. God, we want you not to move forward. But God said, don't look at the place you are. Look from the place you are. And when you talk about from, it's talking about a, I mean, a specific starting point. The place you are is your starting point. It's not your bus stop. The place you are currently is your beginning point. It's not your destination. There is a place that God is taking you to. Therefore, look from where you are. Open your eyes and see from where you are. The visions of God. Do you see now that your location is actually not the issue? But what you are able to see from your location is the issue with your life. I don't know where you are currently in now. I mean, the, the place where you are, you are currently. But I know that if you will allow God to open your eyes, oh, you will see that God has wonderful plans for you. Say, so look from the place where you are, to the north and to the south, to the east and to the west. All the land you see. All the land you see. You see now that God is not giving him assets. God is giving what? Access. Access into all the land. Now, if God gives you access into a land, what has he given you? He has given you everything in that land. But if it is only what is in the land that God asks you to see, What happens? By the time your office is done, the owner of that land will say, "Okay, it's okay, you can leave this place. But God is not giving you assets. God is giving you access into all the land. And God said, all the land that you see, I give to you. All the land that you see, I give to you and your offspring forever. Now, another thing you need to take note here is that the plans and the purpose of God for your life, the place that God is taking you to transcend your personal, I mean you you as a person. God is seen between beyond you as a person. God is already seeing into your future. But you remember that at this time Abraham had no child, and already God was planning for what? For not even for only child. God was pro- God was planning for what His entire descendants, everyone that we are living. Don't look at your situation; look from your situation. Don't look at the place you are; look from where you are. Except you see the visions of God, you will, It will be difficult for you to make progress. Do you know those who have stagnated in their journey of life? They are the people who are no longer seeing the visions of God. Do you know those who have been defeated in life? They are the people who could no longer see the visions of God. In Ezekiel chapter 1, from verses 1 to 4, Ezekiel was dwelling among the the captives, and they were together at Cheba River, Adivakeba, they were there together. But you know, it was only Ezekiel the Lord enabled to see beyond his present situation. The Bible says, God gave him the visions of God. The word of God came to him expressly. The hand of God came upon him. I pray today that God will open your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. God will open your eyes to see from beyond where you are now in the mighty name of Jesus. And as a church, the Lord is saying we should should look from where we are. Look to the northward, to the eastward, to the westward, and to the southward. Say, all the land you see. Now, in this dispensation of grace, what I hear God saying is, you are the only one that can limit yourself. How much you can see is how much you can possess, how far you can see, how far we go, you will go. I pray that God will give you the vision like that of the Higo. In the mighty name of Jesus, you'll be able to see far ahead. You'll be able to see far beyond your current situation. You begin to see far beyond. You see that? Do you know why many of our young sisters? Many of them that are still remain unmarried today because they are are looking at the place they are. They are looking at the man that God is there are some of them that God has also shown God actually shown them whom to marry. But because they are looking at that man they are looking at the location where he is now. They are not looking from the place he is now. That brother is not yet employed. That brother is not yet living in Ikui. That brother is not yet riding a, a, an exotic car. So how can I marry somebody that does not have a car? Do you remember at this time that God was speaking to Abraham, he had no child. And God said to your descendants, we need to thank God for Mama, Mama Sarah. Who continue to follow such a man? A man that was only living by the promises of God. Every day. Say, God has promised. Now promises will we, we, we go eat. Say, but God has promised. Every day. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. And to take him at his word. Say, now, now that will go eat. There is nothing that is certain in this life than the promise of God. Every other thing we fail, the word of God can never fail. Do you remember when they asked us to be investing to the stock market and they were telling us that the more people in the stock market, the better for the stock market? It has failed. But the word of God can never fail. Look from where you are. Look from where you are. The second thing that I see there is verse 17. It says, Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. Explore the land. That's exploration of the land. Explore the land. He said, go. But there is nothing there. He said, go. The land is on Fatai. He said, go, go, go. And this is one thing about God. If you don't go to where he has commanded you to go, you cannot experience him. And this is where faith is required and what is faith faith is you don't see to, belie- to you don't see to believe it you believe to see it you believe to see it if you don't believe and if you don't take the step of faith you will all that you will be seen is jordan overflowing its banks but you will not know that that jordan is just overflowing its banks God is seeing beyond the overflowing banks. God is seeing you, you know, prospering in Canaan. And if you don't take the first step into Jordan River, Jordan will not recede. Jordan will not recede. Beloved, this is no other time, there is no other time to live by faith and to walk by faith other than now. And I beg you, Please hold on to the word of God. Say go. Walk through the land. Its breadth and its length. For I am giving it to you. The Lord has spoken. And nothing can change his word. Nothing can change his counsel. But if you continue to stay put. And not going into the land. The land will remain theirs. Not yours. Church of God. When God said we should go anywhere, let's go, let's take the bull by the horn, let's step out by faith. If you don't step out by faith, we will not experience the God of provision. How will Abraham have known that even in the wilderness, you know, it took him three days to travel from where he was to the plain of Moriah? Deep, 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 down deep in the what? In the wilderness. How will he have known that God can coordinate a ram? a domesticated animal. To what? To locate him. To locate him in the wilderness. That is one thing that God does. Whatever vision that God gives, along with the vision comes the provisions. That is why it is called provision. It is provision. It is attached to the provision. I mean to the vision that God gives. I don't know what God is telling you to do. I don't know where God is leading you to venture into. I don't know into what thing that God is asking you. Leave where you are and go. If you don't take a step of faith, you will not see God at work. Say, go. Walk through the length and breadth of the land. For I am giving it to you. And finally. Look at verse uh, 18. So Abram went to live near the great trees of Mamre. If you look at it from the new King James fashion, say Abram moved his tent. Then Abram moved his tent. The word then to me is very critical. That is after God has opened his eyes. After God has enabled him to see Beyond where he was. After God has helped him to see into into his inheritance for his life. After God has given him the ability to explore the land. What did he do? He took the step of obedience. He took the step of obedience. He moved his tent from where Lot was. He moved his tent Our brother Lot never knew that everything the wicked gathered is for the day of destruction. He never knew that Zodom and Gomorrah, though today they are looking like the city of the Lord. They are looking like the Garden of Eden. He never knew that there was a sign, contravention notice that had been placed upon it, marked for destruction. I see many of us Christians today, we are living as if this world is our home. Our eyes, our focus, our affection is towards this world. Hear what the Bible says. 1 John chapter chapter 2 and verse 16 said the world is passing away and everything that is in it but only those who do the will of God, we abide forever. Move your tent from the camp of the wicked to the place where God is. So he moved his tent. He relocated. He relocated from where Lot was. He relocated from the midst of the wicked people. And where did he, where, where did he go? He, 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 to, he, near the great trees of Mamre. At Ebron, where he he pitched his tents, there he built an altar to the Lord. At Ebron. What is Ebron? The word Ebron means friendship. The word Ebron means community. Communion. Communion with God. That is where he pitched his tents. Do you remember what the Bible says in Psalm 1? Psalm 1. For you to see and to know that you have no point dwelling with lot, dwelling with the wicked. For the Bible says, Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who, who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night, that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water. Can you imagine that? He chose to plant himself by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, does what? Prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. No matter how prosperous, no matter how flourishing, the way of the wicked may appear today; the end of it is what destruction. Psalm twenty-seven and verse four. From verse four, Psalm twenty-seven, from verse four to verse six. One thing I ask from the Lord; this only do I seek. That was the that was the resolution of Abraham after Lot has parted from him. One thing I ask the Lord; this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his secret tent and set me high on a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing And make music to the Lord. Did this come to pass in the life of Abraham? Yes. When the Lord came upon uh, Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy them, only Abraham was protected. And you know, it took the intervention of Abraham in intercessory prayer, even to rescue Lot. Psalm 84 from verse 10. Psalm 84 from verse 10. We are looking at the, at the reason why you must, you must remove your tent from the camp of the wicked and plant it and pitch your tent with the Lord. Psalm 84 from verse 10. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk, whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Psalm ninety-two. Psalm ninety-two. This will cheer your heart. This will encourage your heart to let you know that if you choose to separate from Lot, if you choose to separate yourself from the corruption in the land, you are not making a wrong choice. Psalm ninety-two. Psalm ninety-two. Psalm 92 from verse 4. For you make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at your hands, at uh, and I sing for joy at what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord! How profound your thoughts. Senseless people do not know. Fools do not understand that though the wicked spring up like grass, and all evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. Look at verse 8. But you, Lord, are forever exalted. For surely your enemies, Lord, surely your enemies will perish. All evildoers will be scattered. You have exalted my horn like that of a white ox. Fine oils have been poured on me. My eyes have seen the defeat of my adversaries. My ears have had the root, the rout of my wicked foes. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord they will flourish in the courts of our God they will still bear fruit in old age they will stay fresh and green proclaiming the Lord is upright he is my rock and there is no wickedness in him do you see the word of God God likens the wicked he likens lot to grass how long does it take grass to grow? And how long does it take to cut off grass? Even if you don't cut off grass, what is the lifespan of a grass? But do you see how God, what God likens the righteous to? Palm tree. How long does it take to plant, to nurture a palm tree? So if you are yet to see the full manifestation of the promises of God in my life now. You just wait. He's still growing me. He's still maturing me. He's still maturing you. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up yet. Don't pay attention to what people are saying. That all this while you have been caught upon God, God. you have been claiming the promises. Where Where is the evidence? But for me, I have the evidence. The evidence that he has is a proof of the money that he stole from the government. Very soon, the EFCC will trail after him. If he's in the ruling party today, you know the ruling party of today will become what? Opposition tomorrow. So the protection of the wicked is not forever. The protection of the wicked is not forever. God likens the righteous to the palm tree. He said they will flourish. I don't know the age of these palm trees in the compound. But you can see, you can testify that they were not not planted last year. They were not planted five years ago. And yet they are still what? Flourishing. Bearing fruit. If you choose to be planted in the court of the Lord. Yet, I mean yes, your fruit the manifestation of the promises of God in your life may come slowly, but it is sure to come. And finally, in John chapter 15, John chapter 15, John chapter 15, from verse 1, said, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. I am the vine, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you desire to have lasting fruit, if you desire to enter into the fullness of the purpose of God for your life, don't forget, the purpose of God for your life is to make you agent of global transformation that in you, the nations of the heart will be blessed, remain in Christ. Move your tent from the from lot. Let your separation from Lot be permanent. Let it be total. Let it be absolute. And if you do that, God also will not disappoint you. There is a plan that God has for your life. Wait on Him. Abraham waited on God. Abraham trusted God. Abraham believed God. It was counted to him as righteousness. Not only that, he received the promise. I have an assurance. I have a conviction that if you continue looking unto Jesus, if you continue abiding in Jesus, you will receive the promise in the mighty name of Jesus. Though it may be slow, but it is sure to come. I charge you today to trust in the Lord. Commit your ways unto him. That's your ways that look so confusing. That's your way that looks so, so dreadful. That's your way that looks so uncertain. You commit it into God's hand, and you will see what well, God will make out of it for you. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible believing church located at 5 to 7 Latif Jakondi Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ecoe Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 016320485 and 016320486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ecoebaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.